Hello, everyone. Welcome to another On Fire B2B podcast, podcast where we take CEOs, business owners, and executives in the B2B space. Six questions in nine minutes because the best know how to be concise and when to shut up. So here we go. Question number one in a couple sentences. Tell me who you are and what do you do? Well, my name is Greg Bushman. I'm a PhDC in leadership and organization development, and I consult in that field specifically in the area of sales leadership and, of course, organizational leadership. I also am uh, a best-selling author of a new release uh, book on business management, and it's specifically leadership skills for millennials and Gen Z. The name of the book is I, I Think, You Think, We All Think Differently. Um, and uh, one of the things that I like to do is uh, kind of my genre is nothing great happens without a team. None of us are as smart as all of us. And with those two mantras, we uh, try to help unlock the full potential of uh, organizational teams. Love it with eight minutes and 10 seconds. Let's question number two. What is the best thing about working with other businesses? Meeting a wide variety of people and a feeling of accomplished, knowing that I'm helping my clients improving their uh, businesses and their lives. Perfect. Question number three. What is the most challenging thing about getting in front of the decision makers? <laughs> Uh, cold calling and uh, working phones. Uh, I do not like either one of those. So I prefer to uh, use networking and use unconventional ways to find suspects, turn them into prospects. Uh, and then uh, I practice something called need creation so that it creates need within the organization, which I can fill. Love it. Love it there. Question number four. What other top professionals in the B2B space like yourself do you think be a great guest for the On Fire B2B podcast? Uh, number one uh, guy that I can think of who's actually one of my, uh, in the past, one of my directors, regional directors, is a gentleman by the name of J.C. Anson. Highly recommend having, on, having him on board. Perfect. I will look him up when we are done here. Let's get to question number five. And this is where you're going to give some insight of working with other business owners. Go for it. Sure. Um, I, I was thinking about two examples in particular. The, the first is... Uh, Addressing relationship sales. Relationships are great, but relationships that challenge the status quo are even better. You know, customers today are looking for partners who will actually bring innovations and out-of-the-box thinking, things that their internal uh, leadership aren't thinking about. You know, they're looking at sales representatives, especially enterprise sales representatives, to do something called need creation. It's to bring a different viewpoint from the outside in. Um, there's a great organization or a book uh, on organizational images. And one of those is, is it an organization that's inward focused? And this happens many, many times in uh, enterprise accounts and in corporate America where uh, their expertise is running their own business. Our expertise as uh, enterprise executive level sales uh, representatives is to be an expert on the industry, an expert on the technology that drives the industry, an expert on the things that helps them uh, accomplish their critical success factors and bring an outside viewpoint and to uh, present things that they may have never even thought of before. And it's a technique I've labeled and, and many people call it need creation mm -hmm. because it's, it's uh, you're uncovering opportunities that they just don't see internally and you're challenging their status quo. And there's an organization um, that I like to follow on strategic uh, account selling. And one of their statistics is, is that over 50% of today's uh, B2B sales, that buying decision is based upon 
challenging the status quo. Right. So, yeah. Uh, and the, the, the second piece of that is, is understanding when to enter uh, the buying sales cycle. Now, today's buying sales cycles have uh, exponentially sped up uh, with the uh, creation of the internet. And as a salesperson, if you can't bring more value than an internet search, you're really not bringing any value to the sales cycle at all. So um, in thinking about how companies are buying today, they can go out and do all the research they want on the internet. And uh, most of the time, most salespeople get into the, that sales cycle at the stage in which a company has already said, here are the parameters of what I want. They've already defined what they think they need to buy. And now they're identifying um, suppliers that they might want to do business with. Let me challenge that a little bit. If you get into the spying cycle early to where you can actually bring disruptive technologies and new ideas, you're going to challenge the things that they actually thought they needed to buy. Mm -hmm. You're going to bring new light to a situation that they thought that they, that they had a handle on. And when you do that, you earn the right to be able to help craft the very solution to the issue that they're, that they're looking at. And when you do that, of course, you are going to craft that in a way that, that supports the products and the services you just, that you sell. And then you walk through the rest of the sales cycle with that client. And um, that, that is incredibly important. There's a, a terminology called a VUCA world in which we operate in, in business to business sale. That simply stands for volatile, unpredictable, complex, and an ambiguous world. And sales reps that learn how to sell into that environment into management that helps them manage in that VUCA world, um, their voice gets listened to. They do. I completely agree. Love that insight there. Let's get to question number six. Yep. Most important question of the podcast. Coach right. Gray, focus on this one. Tell me about your first time, your well, first sale. Man, um, I would have to go all the way back to when I was a kid, um, you know, selling uh, lawn mowing services so that I could save up to buy remote control airplanes. I've been in sales my entire life. Uh, and, We're talking uh, about the 80s, right? We're talking you were a kid back in the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but if I could, I'd like to maybe tell you about a couple of my favorite sales. Go for it. Well, just let you know you have two minutes and 30 seconds left, and we want to make sure you get some promo time, but go for it. All right, you got it. All right, so the, one of my favorite ones is, is, is this. Um, I took over a, a regional territory here in the South, and we had a customer that was incredibly well-known in our industry. And the previous uh, leadership was product-centered. They were not partnership or customer-centered. And as a uh, result of that, the current account attrition rate was ridiculous. And this customer had written us an incredibly nasty letter. And in response to that, I simply got my regional uh, director. I went, our local director for the state of Florida, I went up with them. We held a meeting with their entire staff, uh, senior staff, and just let them vent. And I, I'm telling you, they vented so bad that the sales rep, the local sales rep, literally was in tears. It was a difficult meeting. But what we did is, is when we left that meeting, and by the way, um, they called a bunch of their friends, told them not to buy from our company. Ooh. Instantaneously, it cost us $6 million. Wow. So anyway, long story short, we put together a plan to create a partnership with this company, pulled in some national technology resources, solved the problems that uh, they were having, 
And through that process of becoming a partner with them, not only did they re-up their leases with us, they bought millions of dollars of our new technologies. And today, even though I'm not with that company, and it's been years since I've been with that company, they still are a great raving fan of the process we put into place for them. But and um, it just shows how being customer- Actually, hey, Coach, Coach Greg, I apologize. I got to cut you off because you have 52 seconds left. And oh, I want to make it some time. All right. Uh, Promo time for what I do? Yeah, remember what you do? Tell people about your website, what you do, whatever you want to talk about. Oh, awesome. Well, uh, first off, uh, grab my book. Um, it's probably the biggest thing uh, that you can probably do. It is specifically designed to take anyone who is not in leadership. The first third teaches them uh, intergenerational and intercultural uh, leadership skills. The second third of the book shows people how to get on the management team and what to expect in the interview process. And the last part of the book is actually leadership skills itself that are effective uh, in today's uh, intergenerational and uh, gender diverse multicultural uh, workforce. Um, my web that's on Amazon, it's on hard copy as well as- Actually, I just, I gotta cut you off. The timer oh. is done. You pull oh, it off though, six so questions quick. in minutes because if you don't give salespeople a time limit, they won't shut up. Say your website real quick for us. Uh, www.gregbushman.com. Everything you need to know is right there. Perfect. Coach Greg, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Yeah, hey, I appreciate it. It's been great. You're welcome. For everyone else watching or listening, check out more episodes of the Secret Sales Sauce Podcast. My name is Bob Clark. You all have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye.